on a mountain. Radio. In the valley, on the mountain, I beheld only God. In hardship, I saw him by my side. In ease and well-being, I beheld only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I beheld only God. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara. I have Catherine on the phone, and uh, she's going to be talking uh, in a little bit of time after we get the introduction going here. I'm going to play uh, a piece uh, that I could have started as the startup, but I would like you to hear the words. And as you hear these words, I would like you to begin bringing your breath into a place of peace in your center and realizing that you are a light in the world. You are a light. And so with that said, I'm going to play Be Still Thy Soul. It's a song by Anil and Bradford. And it was first came out in about 2002 when they were when a firing of the grid, so to speak, occurred. And for one of a better word, for me, the grid meant and means um, being at peace with oneself and uh, linking that sense of peace with all others. And, and believing that peace is possible. And we've just had a new person call in, and I will get to you in just a moment. Let's go ahead and start that Be Still Thy Soul, please. And let us breathe together as it plays.
make me one source of light because each of us is a source of light. But sometimes the light is buried inside of us. And, and we have to thrust back our shoulders and be brave enough to show the light and learn and respect every human being as being a part of the light. And, and I believe that's a fairly constant belief in philosophies and in religions. There are two things before I turn to Catherine and also uh, the person who's on the line from 630 to, that I'd like to share with you uh, because today's show is about seeing more in others than they show. And most of the time when people, when we need to do that, it's not because we're with someone who's loving and caring and likes us. It's generally someone who's pushing our buttons. And last week we talked about kindness. And really kindness is when you're face-to-face with someone and you can actually look at that person and Fill your tongue and try to enrich the situation by listening, not necessarily agreeing, but listening, speaking how you feel, but doing so without rancor. That's such a strong word, but it's so true, rancor. And sometimes it means taking three deep breaths. And I like to start the show with Be Still Thy Soul. Because be still thy soul is only three minutes and 38 seconds. And people say to me, I don't have time to meditate. And I invite all of the listeners who are here today and who will come and listen after this show to think about whether you really don't have three minutes and 38 seconds to breathe in a long, deep breath, that you are enough. And as you breathe out, to breathe out that you are loved. The Dalai Lama says, true compassion does not stem from the pleasure of feeling close to one person or another, but from the conviction that other people are just like me and want not to suffer but to be happy, and from a commitment to help them overcome what causes them to suffer. I must realize that I can help them suffer less. He went on in a different book to write, merely thinking that compassion and reason and patience are good will not be enough to develop them. We must wait for difficulties to arise and then attempt to practice them. I believe um, just a thumbnail look at the Sermon on the Mount, we were encouraged to love our enemies. It is so easy to love, as I said earlier, those who are right on the same page with us. But the question, the challenge comes when someone completely disagrees with us. So now, Catherine, before I come to you, I'm going to ask the name of the next person as a courtesy, and then, of course, I will invite you to speak first. Hi, my name's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. 
Thank you for joining us. Uh, Lisa, I'm going to ask Catherine because she wanted to say something. And do you want to speak or do you just want to listen? You know, I'll speak after her. Okay, so let me start with Catherine. Thank you, Lisa. So, Catherine, you are on. Hey. Hey. Um, I was calling to ask a question. Um, I was in a relationship. Well, I thought it was. And it was going great. And all of a sudden, he just stopped talking to me. And I kind of texted him this morning. Um, what do you see going on with that? Because I hadn't talked to him in a week. And he won't call me back, uh, text me back, uh, anything like that. Okay. I feel uncomfortable if I reach out and try to tell you what, what's going on with him. But I I can tell you because there's kind of, um, I don't know, for want of a better word, there's kind of a code of ethics that I've attached to myself, which is that I don't like go walking around in people's brains who have not invited me to be in there to look at their motives and stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't walk into a room and feel an awful lot of emotions. I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But generally, I I try to avoid figuring out who it is, uh, who's feeling as they do. But I can say this to you, Catherine. First of all, I can feel your fear about this, and I sense that you are, um, let me pause. My sense is that this person is not free, Catherine. He's not available. And although he may well have enjoyed your your company. It meant something different to him, perhaps, than it does to you. And using an old adage, now my mama was from the hills of West Virginia, okay, so let's keep that in mind. She always said, you know, you let the dog go, and if he comes back home, he's really yours. Um, In this instance, you need to look to care for you. And by that, I mean you want to do the things that are enriching for you and not overstimulating for you and not creating expectations that more likely than not are are not going to be realized. My instincts tell me to suggest to you that you don't text anymore, that you don't look at your, your emails. And if I can share with you something I have done in the past, What you do is, and I may have mentioned this on a show recently, but when somebody, when you you give yourself permission to think about him, okay? And so what happens is as his name is coming into your mind, you're going to see some sort of place where you recognize you're about to think about him. And what happens for human beings, all of us, male and female alike, is we say, okay, I'm going to give myself permission to think about this, even though it's not in those words. That's the effect of what happens. And what I would encourage you to do, and this works, excuse me, I'm going to cough. (coughs) 
I do apologize, that it really works. My kids hate to hear me tell people this because they, they hate to think that it works, but it does. When his name comes into your mind, send to him, say his name out loud, and say, Joseph, I, send, I don't know what his name is. I'm making that up. But Joseph, I send you everything that I want for myself. And you identify what that is. For me, that's happiness, peace, security, um, companionship, love, freedom, all of these things. Everybody's got their own list because each of us is a unique, valuable individual. So you send that list of things to him. And, Catherine, I can promise you that in the next day, 24 hours, you will probably find yourself sending him everything you want for yourself. Everything you want for yourself multiple times in a minute. Probably, you know, you will be doing it over and over and over again. But tomorrow, when you feel his name coming up, it will come up less frequently. And Tuesday, when his name comes up, it will be even less frequently. And the same is true by Wednesday. It probably won't come up at all. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to just have to move back and forth here because I can hear what you're doing in the background. So I'm going to have to put you on mute so we don't hear your background, but I'll come back to you. Okay, I'm not going away. Oops, not you. Okay, it's the other person. So what we will do then is what I encourage you to do is don't bring him back once he's gone. And don't interrupt the process while you're letting him go. Because this is hurting you. I can feel the pain that you're experiencing in the middle of your chest. This is hurting you. This is really, really, you're judging yourself. Don't judge yourself because someone else is not available. That does not mean that you aren't enough. But every time you send out and you reach out and act like somehow you can manipulate this situation with another person, you are harming yourself. You are devaluing yourself for you. And, you know, I don't know what faith you are, but we can look at what the Dalai Lama said here. But to me, I always feel such comfort in remembering what the most important commandments are. Because I grew up Christian, and now I believe God is more than that, but I don't think God is less than that. And it's... The first one in Mark, it says, is love God with your heart, your mind, and your soul. Now, I know there are many who would chastise me saying that, but that's what I believe. That, that I need to feel the presence of God around me all the time because God loves me that much and I love God that much. 
But the second one is equally important. Love others as you love yourself. Catherine, I'm encouraging you to love yourself. It's not that you're not seeing more in him, because obviously you saw more in him than he was showing, or he is showing right now. So just by sending this being that you believe has wonderful attributes, everything you want for yourself, you are affirming your value. But you are also opening your hands and letting him go. And then we'll wait. And I know this is painful for you to hear. I can feel it. What are your thoughts? I think the same thing. I feel that way also. And I am trying to let him go. Good. His, his, Good. Name, his name, is, it, it does keep running through my mind. Uh, just um, the thoughts and the promises and all of a sudden, bam, you know. So that's what kind of happened. So that's why that's what I've, the technique I've suggested to you might well work for you then. It works very well for me. I'm I'm amazed. The first time I was a naresayer, I said, ah, this doesn't work. But it did. It did. So. Love so, That's right. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And love yourself. Oh, yes. And I am trying real hard to love myself. It was it just so the same hard. that I was. Mm-hmm. And I do love myself. But it was just, we all um, say that. <laughs> we all say that. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We all say we love ourselves. But, you know, uh, I was reading something the other day, and uh, it was from uh, Don Miguel Reese. It's in the companion book to the Four Agreements. And he basically said when these negative thoughts about ourselves, because some part of you is blaming yourself because this guy is, is unavailable but that's all about him not about you and yet and so what Don Miguel Reese suggested we do is when we have negative thoughts that we put around our house these little post-its he didn't use that word but those are convenient in today's world little signs that say that's not important Know who you are. I can feel who you are. I can also feel your fear and disappointment. But trust and believe in the wonder of you. And I am sending you positive energy in that regard. Thank you. You're very welcome. Do you mind? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I just said thank you. Oh, absolutely. You know what? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm. Um, And I hate to ask you this. It wasn't a long relationship, but did you see someone new? Uh, I shouldn't even worry about it at this point. Okay. Uh, Even the long one. The long ones probably hurt the most. 
it's it's kind of difficult because people move in and out of availability. And what worked once may not be working anymore. But the bottom line is you don't have any control over him, do you? No. So you need to allow him to realize what he's lost by making yourself the star of the show right now. You are a star. Love yourself. So I'm going to switch over to talk to Lisa for a moment, but I'll still be here. And um, I can come back and, and talk with you again in a moment, or we can all pray together or meditate together is what I call it, which is bringing our minds together together. Uh, to help us learn to love ourselves as much as God loves us. Okay, so I'm going to switch now, uh, Catherine, and thank you. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm okay. Um, Yeah, well, I did have a question, but before that I wanted to say that, um, you know, I've been meditating um, I've been meditating for about a week or two. Yes. It's making a huge difference in my life. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, I feel so much more centered than I have in years. It's yes. um, just really hard for me to center myself. I always have a lot of things going on in my mind and sometimes anxieties and different things. But I'd say also an active mind. And it really, like, a, a lot of times it hurts me that I'm not able to center and I've been going through huge changes this last year so now it's by centering and I'm saying I'm going to do one thing at a time and it's just really really like centering me so I just want to comment on that and then um, I just had a question as well <laughs> sure please go ahead so my question is like um, I've been looking for part-time work I really need to find something <laughs> right now um few months and i just wonder if you see i don't know if you can portend anything for the future or if that's not the kind of question you know you feel comfortable well the biggest problem for me in that regard is i have to tell you (laughs) i'm embarrassed to admit this but but my uh my calendar is off okay so I know I need to work on it when I meditate and get a more precise ability to say, uh, I see this happening in X, Y, Z time. I mean, I know there's some yeah. people who can do that. That's, uh, I will be honest, Lisa. Okay, that so skip is, that. Yeah, so just skip it. Skip, skip that question. So let me mention but another I will, thing Before then. you skip it, before you skip it, can I tell you something? Sure. I feel, I feel that as you release I feel as you breathe and meditate that you are inviting in to yourself the characteristics that draw employers to you. Mm -hmm. Because it's that calmness, that sense of peace, that self-love, that that being in sync with your chakras that is evident to others. 
Yeah. And your dilemma right now in looking for part-time work, and this is not me as, as a prescient being, but instead me just as a labor lawyer representing employers, is this is not the time of year people hire after Christmas because they're having to let go of full-time workers and they're having to reevaluate their business objectives. So don't lose faith if I may say that to you, just one human being to another. Don't, don't lose faith. And, and keep, keep bringing to the fore within you those characteristics that make you desirable to be around. And then pack your shoot. Wonderful little book passed when I uh, created way back when I graduated from law school or before maybe long before, was um, spend as much time looking for a job as you would spend, you're able to work. So if you're looking for a part-time job, then you commit to 20 hours a week to look for a part-time job. That becomes your job. Yeah, like I have a second interview tomorrow, so I'm pretty excited about this. This is the first thing that's come up in a little while that I felt a real connection to. So I'm hoping because, you know, I think I can just find something, but I'm trying to be a little bit more particular in the area that I'm looking because I'm not desperate and I want it to be a good fit and, you know, make a difference plus make money. So I think what you said to just keep on meditating on that and being really calm and just being myself on the interview, because basically I don't need to be anything else and I will find the right fit through that, um, that someone will appreciate me and I'll appreciate them. You know, it's like a personality thing, you know, like you click with certain things. It is. Because I've I've had wonderful, you know, employers or people alone that have, you know, doesn't have to be a big company or anything, that have Mm -hmm. really appreciated me, but I need that. I need to be appreciated and, um, you know, like even in part-time work, at least a little bit appreciated. It doesn't have to be total, but left alone and just kind of know that they like what you're doing. But my other question is, um, yeah. and I'll practice that, is um, I had a really bad guy, and it's mm-hmm. really tragic, and I just, I wonder if, you know, it all ever come around. I mean, I'm not worried about it anymore because it was so um, toxic that basically I thought I was going to go crazy, like the codependency, mm-hmm. to try to solve his problems. So, like, I'm just basically free for the first time in 10 years to concentrate on me because I worried so much about him growing up because of the choices and the way he was turning. So, you know, I don't have control over it and I've let it go and I'm fine with it. Uh, I really am. And um, it's becoming more, it's becoming more and more distant, but I just wonder if Hello? he'll ever come around. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's, it's, we had a little breakup. I, oh, I'm okay. using a cell phone. So please go ahead. You were wondering if he'll so ever I just, come around. So I just wonder if he'll ever come around because he's always blaming others, you know, and including me, which was ridiculous. I did so much for him. So that was part of the problem. So I just wonder, you know, it's been so many so, years that I kind of don't see anything ever turning for him. But I do say a prayer, but I don't know. I, I definitely can't go on for that kind of relationship anymore, you know, abusive and stuff. Okay, two things, uh, and maybe they both 
are answered by these words that uh, my head is saying to me, uh, my guides are saying to me, whatever words people feel comfortable mm-hmm. with, because sometimes the stuff is not from me. Uh, I was being encouraged, and I wrote down, uh, when you, before you go into your job interview and when you meditate later today, be sure and think as you're taking in three deep breaths, and don't be afraid, by the way, they say to breathe during the interview. Just yeah. pause. People, people respect the fact that you pause to collect yourself and that you have a thoughtful answer. And and this is not the labor law you're talking here, but say I am enough. Exactly, yeah. I am enough. You're welcome. I am enough. And with regard to this gentleman that you were with for 10 years. Gentleman, it's my son. I'm talking Your about son. my son. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I mean, I was very close to him growing up. I did everything, and he just followed a really bad path. And it's really tragic. It makes me very sad. But at the same time, too, I need to protect myself at this point and just go on and live my life because I was just going to go crazy trying to change him and bring him back to normal. I'm not going to go into it on there, but just like filled with problems. So. I just don't know. It just yeah. seemed like it never changed well, for him, and I don't know if it ever – I don't think it will. One of the hardest challenges, and I do see you, area code 917, and I will come to you in just a moment. Uh, we may not get much meditation to, today, folks, but I think in some way we're living meditation, and that's one of the <laughs> things that I will encourage you to do as life goes on, is meditate all the time. Always recognize that God is there and you're connected to God. And with regard to you, Lisa, here's the deal. One of the challenges, uh, it's all back to the same thing, no matter whether it's your son, your daughter, your husband, uh, your best friend, you don't have any control over any human being. And part of the delusion delusion in life is that when people are very little uh, and they're young, uh, we do. And somehow we anticipate that that control will continue, but um, or influence—not even control, but sometimes influence more. You know exactly. what I mean? We do. But you gave your son all the tools you had to give him, and it was now, a lot. Yeah. yeah, and now you have to step back and let him hit his own place where he either begins to use those tools or he doesn't. Right. But I I feel that he won't, and that's what's so sad. I just feel that deep in my heart because I thought 10 years. Don't give power to that. Don't give power to that. Instead, do as I was talking with Catherine earlier, Empower, say, I, when you're meditating and your mind moves to him, and it sounds like it is, uh, at that point, say, I send you all of the power you need you to do the things that will help you grow to be your highest self. Yeah. Don't, don't allow the mem, the thought, the energy that he can't climb above this. To cause mm-hmm. you to ignore the light in him. Okay. Yeah, because I remember how, you know, vibrant as a child uh, yeah. and how many things he wanted to go after in life. So 
I guess just keep on praying, you know, for him and, you know, just in my own way and let it go. You know, that's what I do. So that's what I'm doing, but it's sad, you know. Perfect. 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 Just, but use the right words. And the words are words that are enriching words. I believe that you, I believe that my son, and you'll use his name obviously, can be more than he is showing right now. Or that he is showing for 10 years. (laughs) Yes, for 10 years, more than he has been showing for 10 years. But really, to be quite honest with you, the last nine years and 364 days don't matter because they're all done. Well, you know, people can wait their whole life, though. You can't change anyone, and that I definitely know. So all you can do is say a prayer, and that's what I'll do as I think of him day to day and go on with my life because my life's getting better and better because the more you concentrate on other people like that, you know, it's just like a codependency thing that, you know, you can be destroyed. You go down with them, and I I refuse to do it. So, I mean, I just have to live my own life, and, and that's what I'm doing, and I guess, like you said, don't give up, though. Just still say a nice prayer. But I want to definitely move away because, you know, I don't need to stay around here. It kind of like, um, I guess it like kills me, like to see him on the street. Like he might not have seen me, but I saw him. And to see no growth in 10 or 12 years, I can't take looking at it. It just kills me now. I understand. I understand it. And once again, we're back to love yourself first. You are enough. Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Lisa, do you mind? I'm going to go now to the next person. Oh, uh, no. Thank you. I'm going to listen. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you. Hi, this is Marge. Who is this? Mara, who is this? 917-538-8292. Do you want to talk? I think because of your silence, you're just listening. And so I'm going to use that as an opportunity to go back to Catherine. And if she is good, then we are going to start meditating and we'll meditate with you all. So I'll put you back on hold. Hi, Catherine. Was there anything that you thought of that you wanted to say before we move into a closing meditation here? Oh, yeah. I just wondered, um, did you see anyone new coming in or you don't see anybody? I feel a light coming toward you. A light. A light. Something that will make your heart happy. That means okay? a lot. All right, Good. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to meditate together now. Lisa, did you want to say anything more before we move into meditation? Oh, no, but thank you so much for my interview tomorrow, just to, you know, be relaxed and uh, be yourself. That was very helpful that you're enough because, I don't know, that meant a lot to me. I was raised to Yeah, I was raised to believe, you know, so different than that. And, um, you know, it's very important to remember as you grow as a person that you are enough. You are enough. So, my friends... We are going to meditate together, and we have amazingly only seven minutes and 40 seconds left 
of our 45 minutes, and this has been a beautiful show. I appreciate those who called in and who trusted me, and I appreciate those who listen. And I would like us to begin meditating today by, and I'm going to take you through a very brief meditation, and I'm not going to have music in the background because I'm getting conflicting views about whether that's distracting or not. So for right now, since we only have seven minutes, we're not going to have music. Instead, we're going to sit, lay down, Cross your legs. Put yourself into a comfortable position. And I invite you to begin pulling breath in and think of your nose as in the soles of your feet. And as you pull the breath in, I don't want you to hold your breath and, and start suffocating, but instead sip in breath as though you're singing a song, a grace song, a song that will enrich your life. And now pull that breath up the front of your calves, up your thighs, cross over, and we're going to come to the base chakra. That is where people keep their fear. And in the base chakra, I want you to release things from the earth, not from your divine self, back into the earth from which it came. And now you're going to pull your fearless breath up into the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. And the sacral chakra is the place where you can create your purpose, where you can come to grips and to realization of who you are. And you are a divine being with a divine purpose, and you exist for a purpose. Pulling your fearless, creative breath up, you're going to come into the sacral chakra, the zone of healing. And today we've heard of pains being experienced by Catherine, by Lisa, that need to be healed. And so we're going to pause there for a second and feel the yellow energy of healing, healing, going and coursing through our bodies. Breathing in, continuing to sip in, please. Pull your fearless, creative, healing breath up to your heart. And I think that both of my listeners, I felt that each one of them's heart is scarred and that their heart chakra is a little bit closed. And so I invite everyone listening, square your shoulders, open your heart, and dare to be love. Be love because that becomes you. Not because someone else will reciprocate in love. And love yourself. Continuing to sip in breath, let's pull fearless, creative, healing, loving breath up to the throat chakra. Ah, I'm going to say that my sense for both of my callers was that they are things they would like to have said that they didn't. And that is so common in life. 
And so I consider the throat chakra, which can create a war, the words we speak, to be the zone of forgiveness. And so let each one of us forgive ourselves for the words we didn't speak and grow so that now as we move forward, the words we speak are infused with love. Not that we reach out to people who have harmed us, but that we allow them to find themselves. But as we go forward, we try to develop a way of living that causes us to have said the things that make us feel complete if someone else becomes unavailable. Now, pulling your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving breath up, I want you to come to the third eye, the zone of manifestation in the center of your forehead. And I want you to look out and pause for 20 seconds, and that's a long time and how much time we have left. And see yourself when you allow your soul to take over and you are all that you are, the light of you. And capture that and live that today as you pull fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath up. Let us imagine that we have a baseball cap on and lift it up and now bring your breath up and allow it to join the breath of God, of all that is, whatever word you use to describe God. And as your breath circles through and mingles with the breath of God, Know that you are enough. And now would you please breathe out, manifesting, forgiving, loving, healing, creative, fearless breath back into the earth. And know that you are loved. You are never alone. God is always with you. You need merely reach out your hand and hold God's hand. And I encourage you to do that as you take your next breath. And this time you'll pull the breath in and you will know, I am enough. Feel your breath mingling with God's breath and breathe out, I am loved. Pull a breath in again. I am enough. Feel the sparkling energy of God surrounding you as you're holding God's hand and knowing you are loved. I thank you all for joining me today, and I say namaste. We will have a program again next Sunday, I believe, uh, and between now and then. May love enfold you.